Hey everybody, welcome back to the Out of Office podcast. This is the podcast for people who want to go freelance or are already doing it. My name is Fiona Thomas, I am your host and I am also the author of the book Out of Office, which you can get your grubby mitts on as soon as you like. It's available everywhere. It's also on audiobook and Kindle if that is your bag. So do do what you need to do to get your mitts on it and hopefully you will get some tips on how to be the best freelancer you can possibly be. But today I'm back with another episode and this is going to be quite a practical episode but also give you a chance to be a bit creative which I think we could all use right now. I think we all need a a bit of a creative outlet at the moment and we are struggling to find ways to do it if that makes sense. I'm definitely leaning more on my journaling practice more than I ever was before. I am writing a lot of fiction as well which I never used to do but hey anything that gets me a bit of escapism I'm here for so writing is definitely something that I obviously have always loved but I just feel like it's a gift that keeps on giving (laughs) Um, and this year I'm definitely leaning on it as a creative expression and a bit of a coping mechanism as well but feels like a healthy one to me so I'm not going to judge it. But anyway, today we're going to talk about how you can add personality to your website and I think this is something that a lot of freelancers don't think about. They think about a website as just like kind of like a business card, like you can go there and have a quick look but then just get in contact if you want to know more. But I think the website is a bit of a missed opportunity for some people. So whether you are just starting out and you're thinking about setting up a website or you might already have a website but you've maybe not given it much thought or you want to give it like a bit of a a revamp, I think this will be a good episode for you because I'm not talking about like big, crazy structural changes to your website. I'm just going to give you some little kind of quick hacks and quick fixes that you could do to make your online presence a bit more exciting and a bit more engaging for people because at the end of the day a lot of the services that we offer so for me like as a freelance writer offering courses and webinars is not stuff that people like desperately need they're not going to google a writing course and then click the first one that they find and buy it so I think we, we really need to like engage with our potential customers and clients emotionally and we need to let them see our personality so that they get an idea of what it's like to work with us because that is what's going to sell you above other people. Not that you're better than anyone else but we tend to work with people that we actually get on with personality wise so I probably wouldn't sign up to work with like a big crazy extrovert who wore loads of crazy bright colours and was really loud and really extroverted that's just not my vibe but it will be somebody else's so I would normally work with somebody who is maybe a bit more chilled a bit more introverted a bit more um like I like the easy ozy kind of approach and the no pressure like I don't want somebody to like like I want accountability but I don't want somebody to be like no pain no gain like I don't respond to that but your audience might so I just think your website's a really good place to get across your personality because that will be what it's like to work with you in business so let's just make the most of that and sell you as a person because that 
you're I can tell you're a good person you're a great person to work with (laughs) and we want that to shine through in your website so the biggest point here is that you want people to know your story because as humans we are hardwired to enjoy story so if you start telling people about um, maybe little bits about your childhood and a bit about why you got into the business that you're in um, maybe some of the, the struggles that you've been through and some of the successes you've had even a little bit about your family like your family life where you live what kind of stuff you're into what stuff you do in your spare time I'm not talking about like a big life story but little little nuggets of um, kind of details and personality just peppered through your website is really really helpful because we get emotionally attached to other people and we love to hear people's stories that's why when you watch stuff like x factor or britain's got talent the behind the scene they always give you the story there's always a story this person um comes from like a broken childhood this person um works in a call center this person uh, almost got on to Broadway but then they broke their leg and this is their last chance like <laughs> we just love to hear a story so that's what we want to do on your website and I know you're probably sitting there thinking like I don't have a story my story's not interesting I'm telling you it is it absolutely is my story is not particularly like earth shattering my story is that I studied music at uni and I didn't I didn't enjoy it so then I picked another career and that was hospitality management not very exciting then I had a mental breakdown got diagnosed with depression and anxiety millions of people in the world have depression and anxiety uh, and then I started a freelance business it's not particularly earth shattering but it's my story and people connect to people people connect to other people through that and they see themselves reflected in that so I know I know that people work with me because of my mental health story that is a fact people don't necessarily come to me because I am the the best at hosting writing courses because there's millions of writing courses out there you could go and be you know you can go and sign up to masterclass and learn from literally Margaret Atwood you could learn from um the absolute people at the pinnacle of their career um but people aren't doing that they're choosing to work with me and that is because a lot of the time because they identify with my struggles and they appreciate that I have been through mental health struggles and they identify with that so the things that you think are boring and everyday about yourself might actually be a good thing because it means that people will relate to it so if your things that you are like a single parent yeah, lots of single parents are going to um, identify with the way you show up online. So these things all matter and they're all important. So have a little think about what your story is. Even just, you know, jot down a, a bit of a potted history of what your life is and, you know, what what you studied at school. Did you go to uni? Did you not go to uni? Why was that? What was your adult life like? What jobs have you had? What, what moments in history actually or moments in your past brought you to doing the thing that you're doing now and the reasons behind it? I think that's really important to have that um, 
down on paper before you start because it's just good to have all that information there and then you can pick out the bits that you think are relevant. Another good little thing is just to have at least one professional image of yourself. I know that professional brand imagery can be expensive but if there, if you can save up to get um, a few brand, good images it really can make a big difference on your website. It doesn't need to be like a, like a fancy headshot of you like in a suit. It can just be you sitting at your desk or you out a walk. A lot of my images aren't actually professional. I do have some professional images on my website, but a lot of them are just taken by my husband. Like on my, if you go onto my website, Fiona Likes to Blog and go to the about page, the main picture there is of me eating a donut. Um, my husband took that of me in uh, Australia <laughs> when we were on holiday and it's not a professional image but it's a nice one, it's got nice bright colours I'm smiling in it so, you know, iPhones can do amazing things these days but I think the thing to steer clear of is lots of selfies because you can tell when someone has taken a selfie and it just doesn't look as good as when someone else stands stands at a distance and takes a photo of you so if you can get someone friendly to <laughs> a friend or family to take a nice picture of you using their iPhone um, if you've got an iPhone and you can use portrait mode then that's a good way to get a nice professional image of you um, yeah also I personally think it's quite quite fun to include some photos of you from when you are younger just something to bear in mind uh, on my about page again I've got a picture of me as a 17 year old it's a, it's a blurry photo but it's just I just think it's fun to add in these little snapshots of your story um, so maybe it could be like if you're an artist and you have got like some funny artwork that you did when you were a kid like I think that would be really fun to put that up there to show that you have got history as an artist and that you've been doing it from a young age just also just shows that you don't take yourself too seriously and that you're quite approachable I personally think that's a really good asset in a freelancer if they present themselves in a, in a way that's approachable because you're, you're much more likely for someone to pop you an email or sign up to something that you do if you appear to be easy to work with so um, a few a you know, one really cute photo of you as a kid or something from your past is always fun, I think, to put up if if that's if you feel comfortable doing it. Another good idea which I have seen some people do is to create a timeline of your career. So instead of like writing about here's my history, you can just literally put like April 2010, graduated from degree in English. Um, then it could be like 2012, started graduate job and a job that I hated, blah, blah, blah. And then you can have the date that your business, you had the idea for your business, then the date that your business started and then detail any other milestones along the way. So like maybe the year that you or the month that you worked with your dream client, like the client that you're most proud of or like for me, recent highlights would be when my first book was published, when my second book was published, the day I became an Amazon bestseller, the day that I spoke at Stylist Live, like all these little things are little 
things add up to your story and they kind of give you that nice little history of where you've been and where you where you are now and just builds this nice picture that again adds that personality and gets people invested in you as a person and as a business. Your about page is an essential part of your website and it's the place that I always go when I am thinking about working with someone because I just think this is the place where they can tell me what they do and why they do it. I think that's just such a a great little page and I would say make it as short as you can but make it as um, high impact as you can and I think you do that through little details and little snapshots of what you are like and what your history is and what you're like to work with. So if you go to my about page, you again you can see the picture of me eating a donut, which which I really like. And it's very short, it's like two paragraphs. And basically I just talk about why I fell in love with writing, but I don't say I love writing because X, Y, and Z. I paint a picture and I say I used to tap away on my mum's old typewriter as a five-year-old, probably quite noisy, but my parents never complained. Uh, and I didn't ever think that I was good enough to be a writer. Instead, I studied music at uni and tried to reinvent myself as a Jack Daniels drinking Marlboro smoking rock star. And then I've got the picture of me uh, as this <laughs> teenage rock star. It's an embarrassing picture. You should go to my website just to see this picture. Um, and then I talk about graduating, going into work in hospitality and how I had a mental breakdown and this led to my first book. Um, so yeah, I talk, it's definitely about my values and my personal story, but I also, again, want to come across as approachable. So I've written, um, I wrote another book, this time a practical guide on freelancing, and now I divide my time between long form content, in brackets, that's a fancy schmancy word for books, content writing for businesses, share my values, and inspiring writers through my online workshops and courses. Um, so yeah, it's just a bit about me, but in an approachable way and with a little bit of personality. So if you're looking for some inspiration, definitely head to my website and look at the about page and that might give you a little idea about how you could tell your story in a short way. Uh, and obviously we're just telling selected parts of your past and bear in mind, you can change this. I go through and rewrite this every few months when I, whenever I feel like I just want a little bit of a, a revamp or whenever I feel like I've thought of something cool that I could add in or something funny that I could add in that's a great thing about websites is that they are not permanent so don't be too scared to start this just put something up there and you know every few weeks go back and look at it and think hmm what could I add in what would be good what what could I do to make this a bit more exciting another way that you can make your website better is just to add more personal stories so and I think a great way to do that is on your blog and I could probably do a whole other episode about blogging and why blogging is so important for business. Um, but I think adding your personal values and your just what, what you care about on your blog is really important because when people click on your website, they will have a snoop around and they want to know, they don't necessarily want to know, well, they do want to know what you sell and how much your things are and what your qualifications are. 
but they also want to get a feel for who you are. So if you've done your little about page, but there's also other things you want to talk about in more depth, the blog is a place to do that. So for example, I, um, you know, guys know that I'll talk about mental health. I've got my own mental health struggles and it's something that I'm really passionate about. And I've, but there's endless, endless topics that I could talk about on mental health so much so that I can't put that into my about page. I can't get it across in there, all the nuance of all the topics that I want to talk about. So the blog is a place to do that. So recently I wrote a blog post all about preparing for a photo shoot when you don't feel body confident. So still a practical um, blog post. So for people who are freelance, I'm talking a bit about why it's important to have brand um, photographs and um, what a difference it can make. You know, I've spoken about that already, about having brand photographs on your website. It's really important. But I wanted to be honest and say that when I sh- showed up to my brand photo shoot, I didn't feel good. You know, it was um, it was winter, it was cold, it was, you know, we were deep in lockdown. I had gained a lot of weight. I still have gained the weight. Um, I just wasn't feeling myself at all. Wasn't feeling good. But and we wanted to get these photographs done. So I speak a lot a, a bit about that in, in that blog post about why, you know, not feeling body confident at this shoot and why it's okay. Um, and I just think it's really important to connect with your audience in that way. So I know that that connected with a lot of people and I know a lot of people appreciated my honesty in that. So if there's any topics around your business that you that you have opinions about, then the I think the blog is a really, really good place to do that because it helps people get an idea of what your values are. Because you can write down, here are my values, here's my beliefs, here's what my business is all about. But And I do think there's value in doing that because I have that on my about page as well. But I think people connect with it more when you actually just demonstrate them demonstrate your values and the blog is a great place to do that um so for example i know brand photographers who write about uh, photoshop and they write about their opinion on photoshop and whether they think it's a good thing or a bad thing and whether they will do it for their customers or not so that's an example of something um another thing might be if you are a fashion blogger maybe you want to write an article about sustainability or um, workers' rights, or something to do with the industry. If you've got an opinion on something, um, the blog is a, a great place to write about it. And I know that that's how I built up my audience in the early days was by talking about mental health things. And, and I know that that connected with a lot of people. So just something to bear in mind. Another little tip that is quite easy to implement is add some personality on your contact page. So a lot of, I think, first of all, very important that you have a contact page because a lot of people will come to your website when they've maybe followed you on social media or maybe they've met you at a networking event or they've seen you speak somewhere or like me, if they've read my book and they come straight to your website because they want to talk to you about something. Maybe they want to offer you a piece of work. Maybe they want to ask your opinion. Maybe they want you to speak at an event. So having your contact page up there is very important. Make it clear, make it simple, make it easy for people to get access to you. But instead of just saying, here's my email address, why don't you just add a little bit of personality to that? And it can be short and sweet. So again, on mine, I on my contact form, I've written 
fill out the form below so we can get this party started. Just a bit of fun. Again, it's an opportunity for you to get your personality across. So do whichever way feels right to you. I think the contact page is a fun place to do that. Um, also, I have written like how, when I'm going to get back to people. So I've said I aim to respond to client inquiries within 24 hours. Other emails might take a bit longer because life is kind of busy. Forgive me. Again, just fun, accessible. I think contact page is something that people generally just put up like a standard page, but I think it's a place where you can actually have a little bit of fun. And the final thing is to just think differently about your product descriptions. I don't, it's services that I sell, so I don't sell actual physical products, but um, there are lots of websites and brands that are really, really good at product descriptions. And I think a lot of people make the mistake of making their product descriptions like quite lengthy, quite boring. They they seem to like accentuate like this high quality product, hand finished and crafted and blah blah blah. And there's a place for that, but I think it is also an opportunity to again get your personality across. And as a small business, that's what people want. They want that extra care and attention and they want to know that they're getting something unique and something unusual um and now this brand aren't a small brand but i think they do product descriptions really good and that is old spice you know the old spice aftershave so on their website they like if you go on their website and read all their product descriptions they're all brilliant so this one is for the old spice beard conditioner and about this product it says nobody likes an itchy beard Soften that scruff with this beard conditioner. It's a beard conditioner for men who want to wake up and then smell like a cocktail of citrus and vanilla with spicy undertones. Massage into beard and rinse. Forget to rinse, your beard will only get extra soft and cuddly. Use daily for best results, your face glory demands it. (laughs) I always use that as an example because I think it's brilliant. So, product descriptions, worth your time worth your energy to just rethink and add a bit of pep in there add a bit of personality if you can um if you hand make your products that'd be a good place to maybe like say all the the blood sweat and tears that goes into all your products um if you've trialed them and tested them you could talk a bit about that as well um I should say as well, your workspace is a really good thing to talk about on your website. So if you've got pictures of you in your workspace, that's a really good thing because people love to see behind the scenes and know that their product is being made by a real person. So it's also a good blog post idea that you could do like a little tour of your workspace. Um, Yeah. So that is some of the ideas that I have that you could implement on your website today. I hope that you have found some of that helpful and not too overwhelming. If you pick up my book out of office, I've got some other tips on building your website in there and lots of other tips on how to get started with your freelance business. If uh, writing is something that you are really interested in and if you're, if you, the, the kind of talking about your story aspect of what we spoke about today has really Um, sparked a bit of creativity in you then you might be interested in my find your voice course it's a three-week creative writing course for people who want to get into non-fiction writing 
perfect for people who maybe want to share their story, their brand story on their socials or on their website or if you're thinking about writing personal essays or one day maybe writing a memoir, it's uh, the perfect course for you. So doors open to that on the 22nd of February and then the course starts uh, the first week in March. So the link will be in the description if you want to sign up to the waitlist for that. I would love to see you there come and find me on instagram if you've got any questions if you implement any of these tips for your website please tag me on instagram and let me know if you enjoyed this episode remember you can subscribe to find more episodes of out of office we've got loads more episodes coming um, and remember you can pick up a copy of out of office uh, my book if that is something that you'd be interested in so until next time happy writing Uh, send me the links to all your websites once you've revamped them (laughs) and i'll see you next week bye